Well, there is now. Join me, and together we can rule the galaxy as father and son. Was Star Wars the one with the little wizard boy? Welcome to Rogue One Radio, your source for sweet jams and conversations about a galaxy far, far away. And now, from the remnants of Jeddah City, it's Rogue One Radio. Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder! This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. This is Rogue One Radio. I am part of your host team, Steve. With me tonight again is Charlie. Charlie, how's it going? Man, it's another wonderful day in the neighborhood. Great. And returning to the fold is Joey. Did we become a host team? Yeah, close enough. Um, so, this is kind of a special episode of Rogue One Radio. Uh, it is number 25. Uh, but even more importantly, today, the day we were recording, November 17th, is the one-year anniversary of the very first Rogue One radio episode. Wow. The first time we became a podcast. I wasn't there for that. He was not there for that. So how this started, for those of you who haven't been listening to the, uh, from episode one, how, uh, how this podcast got started, I had another podcast that was called The Otter Limits, and I basically talked about anything I wanted to. I didn't really have any set format, and I played music on it, kind of like I do here. Um, and then it was right about the time The Mandalorian was about to come out. It was a few weeks out from, from the uh, premiere. And I did a special I did a special Mandalorian episode of The Outer Limits, and my guest for that uh, episode was Charlie Kirby. So mm-hmm. after we were done recording that episode and and we put it out there, uh, Charlie and I talked, and we decided that we were going to just put together a Star Wars podcast. And so we did, and the idea of Rogue One Radio came to fruition. And uh, in 2019, on November 17th, we recorded our first episode. Uh, That first episode was just me and him, and uh, we talked about... We talked about a lot of things, but I guess our main topic uh, of the show was we did a recap of both Chapter 1 and 2. Uh, because by the time we got around to recording it, two episodes has already hit, had already hit us. Uh, of mm-hmm. the so, uh, so me and Charlie did it for a while, and uh, we did a few episodes. You know, we did a, a few episodes of our podcast, and then uh, at some point, he decided he didn't want to do the podcast anymore. And um, that was episode eleven. What was episode eleven? The one, the last one that you did with. Kirby. Was that the gaming episode? 
That was the Empire Strikes Back's 40th no. anniversary. No, he did not do that one with me. He had already left before that one. I think the last one he did was our our gaming oh, episode. Wait, yeah, you might be right. Uh, because the one after that was don't don't tell me. Don't tell me, Joey. I know you're looking at him. Because The Empire Strikes Back was the next one after that. It was a Clone Wars episode. Final season, yeah. Because we had, yeah, because the final season of Clone Wars had come out. Do you know who you guys um, toasted by? I, I can tell you in a minute here. I'm, I'm trying to tell a story here. So after the gaming episode, um, he decided he didn't want to do it anymore. And, uh, and we went on hi- hiatus for, for quite a while. Um, and then I, I spent some time looking for co-host and, uh, didn't really find any. And so I was like, well, I'll just do it by myself and I'll have guest co-hosts. Um, so the, uh, there's a, uh, public, an online publication that I write for called the future of the force. And there were a few, uh, other writers that were interested in, uh, being a part of my, uh, recap of the final season of the Clone Wars. Um, so, um, Megan was one of them, Caitlin, and Kat. Uh, I did not see anything about Kat. Caitlin and Megan is what it says. I thought there was a third one. Maybe not. Okay. <laughs> so then we talked about the Clone Wars, and then the next episode was our 40th anniversary Empire Strikes Back episode, and I did that one with David nicely. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, it was, I think after that, it was just me and Joey. Yeah. And we did have a guest host on our Superman episode. We went off off the Star Wars track and did uh, a couple, we, we did a few episodes that were non-Star Wars related. Yeah, that was episode 17. Um, but we did, a friend of mine, Dave Brown, did the Superman episode with us. And that was a really long episode. I think that one was like two and a half hours long. Two hours, 25 minutes. It was crazy. So uh, so anyway, so now we're here at episode 25. Of course, it would have been a lot more episodes had I not gone on that long hiatus. Uh, but yeah, we're a year into this podcast. And, uh, and we haven't killed each other yet. Yet. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Um. So, yeah, so anybody that's been out there listening for the whole 25 episodes or for the whole year, thanks for listening. Keep coming back and hope you enjoy the show. And uh, we'll keep making them as long as people listen to them or, you know, even if they don't, we'll probably keep keep making them anyway. We will just spew (laughs) our words. Because we like to hear ourselves talk. We will just spew words into the void. Yeah. Um, So I wanted to... Before we got into anything else, I wanted to do a recap of our uh, our Rogue One radio giveaway. Um, strangely, only one person has claimed their prize. Uh, so I wanted to make sure that everybody had a chance to hear their name and claim their prize. Uh, so the two winners of the the child... Nightlight was Joey Rosellas, who is actually the one person who has claimed their prize. Thank you, Joey. Uh, David Nicely has also won a child. 
And our Mando heads were won by the girls at Force of Light Entertainment. So that would be uh, Michelle and Natalie. And then our other Mando head was claimed uh, won by Camray. So if you haven't had a chance to claim your prize, just send us a message on Twitter. Uh, just go to Rogue Numeral One Radio. And uh, let us know that uh, you want to claim your prize. And anything we'll... that isn't claimed is mine. That is true. We we reserve the right to keep anything if you don't claim it. I want multiple baby Yodas. You'll get none. I require multiple baby Yodas. So I see that. Um, I mean, the listeners obviously can't see, but uh, Charlie is is sporting the colors on his hat. There, I've got my shirt. You've got what? You're wearing a Memphis Zoo t-shirt. Heck yeah. And what, is that an Overwatch blankie? Blanket? Yes. You're, <laughs> anyway. I'm wearing a beanie uh, that's dark blue like space, so. Yeah. Fight me. Um, one other thing I wanted to get out of the way. Um, I had a Twitter post I had done a while back um, about... I don't remember how long ago I did it, but it was uh, the next 10 uh, followers on Instagram would get a shout out on the show. And uh, we did get those 10, but I forgot to do it last week. Uh, So I'm going to do it this week and I'm going to do it now. So um, here are our our 10 new Instagram followers. Uh, Some of these names I am going to butcher. we have J Tommen fifteen. We have Mandalorian Mama. Oh, I actually know who that is. That's Denise. Um, I don't know who that is. We've got real guys like real fries. Correct. We've got heavy Kev Hitchit. Heavy Kevik. Something like that. Logan Lava Q Brain Slug Pod. That's a mouthful. Rebel Bass Card. Moving in Stereo. That's actually a band that we played last week or the week before. Uh, SW Fish 77. Darth Rhombus. Nice. And Star Speed. So those are our new Instagram followers. And uh, thanks for following and listening to the show. So, moving on, what uh, what have you been up to this week, Charlie? Man, it's... Movies, games, anything like that? It, it's been a crazy week here in New Mexico. Uh, our wonderful governor has uh, put us back down to uh, phase one of lockdown. Um, and she's even tightened it from there. Um, most stores, uh, can only have like Walmart places like that can only have 75 people inside the building at any time. Uh, so the lines are, uh, out there and pretty horrendous. Um, thankfully with me being in a, uh, oil and gas industry, uh, I am considered an essential worker, um, most of the time I work from home right now, but uh, I did have to go out into the field and take some measurements and uh, do some sketches for uh, for some engineering that we had to do. 
but other than that, man, um, just, uh, you know, hanging out with the family and enjoying life. Um, haven't really, uh, read much, uh, other than I've started the Harry Potter series again, uh, nice. since we're taking the family, uh, to universal, uh, that's, that's their big Christmas present this year is, uh, you know, all eight of us are going to go, uh, to universal and hang out for a week and, uh, get to tour Harry Potter world and all that. So we were watching the movies and I'm reading the books again. And that, that's been my week so far. Good deal. Um, other than watching the Mandalorian, um, I, I've still been playing watchdogs. Um, I, I took the advice you gave me that I don't know why I didn't think of in the first place. Uh, but changing the difficulty level, Mm-hmm. Because apparently, um, I'm not sure if this is what happens to everybody who downloads it from the PlayStation Store, uh, but it defaulted to hard. Ah. So. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Defaulted. Yeah. And, uh. So, yeah. So, Watch Dogs, I've been playing that. And then, uh, I don't, I haven't been playing anything else. I did download uh, a couple other games. Um, I downloaded The Last of Us. I think I talked about that last week. Yeah. Uh, Still haven't played that. Um, and then a couple of days ago, because it was on sale and I saw it on, uh, on the PlayStation store, I ended up downloading the, uh, Ezio collection of Assassin's Creed. Oh, that's a good one. So, yeah, so I'll get, uh, so we had those on, uh, well, we had, we had at least one of them on our Xbox. There we go. Uh, I know we had two. I don't think we had any of the other ones. Nope. Um, it went from two and then a bunch of other games and then three. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. They had, um, for the, uh, with the, uh, Xbox Live, the gold, uh, they were releasing, uh, almost every month, they were releasing a different, uh, Assassin's Creed, uh, free game. And oh, nice. they, they missed the first one. Uh, they missed, uh, Ezio 3. Uh, and then I believe beyond that, they, uh, up until they even had uh, syndicate, I think was the last one that they put on there, but they had all the rest of them, uh, in there, including the 2d scrollers as well. Oh, wow. Uh, um, yeah, the Ezio collection, I think I ended up getting it for like 12 bucks. So all three of those games, uh, so that's cool. Uh, as far as reading, uh, I did start on the uh, new version of Certain Point of View, um, but then I lent it to Joey, and he hasn't given it back yet. Oh, yeah, I hate that. Yeah. Absorb its power and knowledge. So you've been reading that, right? Yeah, I've been reading it. Okay. Kind of. And there, uh, <laughs> He says that with reservation. Yeah. <laughs> 
I've been reading sure it. Sure I have. I got sad after the Wampa one. About a month or so ago, he ended up getting himself a Nintendo Switch. That's great. I should talk about that at some point. That could be our next episode. No. I could uh, talk about Pokemon. Yeah, he just finished the Pokemon game on the Switch. Kind of. Kind of? Asterisk. Okay. There's post-game content. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. It's it's a game. I finished the game Asterisk. Okay. It's pretty fun. I'd recommend it. I have Sword. All right. So we do have uh, a few pieces of news that we are going to talk about. Um, but, of course, before we get into the news... Uh, we're going to play a song. We're going to go into our first break. Um, this first song is from an EP that was just released this past Friday. It's from a band that is actually from here in the Oklahoma City area. They are called Don't Make Ghosts. And uh, this is their second EP. Uh, the name of the EP is To Hell With The Smiles. And the song is Dead Skin.
Dead Skin by Oklahoma City's Don't Make Ghosts. Good tune there. Uh, newly minted. Uh, released Friday the 13th, actually. <laughs> um, so, we do have some news we're going to talk about. We don't have a whole lot, but we have a few that we wanted to uh, jump on. Uh, the first one that popped up on, uh, on my radar was uh, I don't know how many of you out there are uh, professional wrestling fans, uh, but um, I I tend to uh, watch a little bit of the All Elite Wrestling, um, and so All Elite Wrestling is announcing a console game um, that is going to be um, developed by uh, I guess one of the former. Yikes. Former uh, developers of the WWF No Mercy uh, game. So um, I saw there's a trailer out there for it. You can find it on IGN. That's where I found it. Um, but it's uh, they they have a disclaimer prior to the video that this is not what the game looks like because it's in very very early stages. Um. So that should be interesting. I never really got into any of the professional wrestling video games. Oh uh, no, couple. Uh, but this this looks like it could be interesting. I guess it's. Um, I guess time will tell whenever they get it put out there and and we find out what it will actually look like. Right. So. Uh, uh, a little bit about this, uh, about the game and the company. Uh, Ukes is the developer that's making it. Uh, they were really last known for the wrestling games that came out uh, on the Nintendo 64. Um, oh. WrestleMania 2000, uh, um, No Mercy was probably their biggest hit that they had. Uh, the blocky characters are almost a signature uh, of it. it and i saw the trailer even before i you know uh, knew what it was going on i was like oh somebody you know got the uh the drivers for uh the ukes games and they they're making their own video game and then i realized no oh, no it's actual trailer of you know <laughs> one coming out so um yeah. i i wouldn't expect it to look too much better uh maybe a little <laughs> smoother but that's the charm of the games uh the, yeah. pe- the playability and the move control uh, is something that's been severely lacking in uh, the modern uh, WWE games. Uh, I play them all. Uh, I'm a big wrestling fan. Uh, I've met so many wrestlers. Uh, Tim White, who is a referee uh, for WWE or WF, I guess, at the time, uh, had a bar um called uh oh, what was it uh, the lonely tap i believe oh friendly tap 
uh, right down the road from where I lived and would go down there and would meet a lot of the wrestlers, would see a lot of the tapings and stuff that they would do anytime that they had a, uh, you know, a, a busted up room or whatever. They had a little uh, staging area off to the side of the bar uh, and they'd go up there to film it. So that was pretty cool. But, uh, but yeah, it's... Uh, it's going to be a good game. I'm interested in seeing, you know, where they're going to take the storyline from. Because, yeah. uh, you know, uh, with All Elite being fairly new, uh, they have a couple of storylines that would be interesting to play through. But, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, uh, we'll have to see. Yeah, they're uh, they're a little over a year old now. They started last October. Mm. So they're, uh, that's, that's pretty much the only one I watch anymore. I kind of got bored of wwe um, yeah wwe i normally only watch like the pay-per-views yeah and uh that's even that one uh i i will watch survivor series uh this year uh just because it's undertaker's retirement oh, and yeah. they're supposed to have a big thing about that um so Think he'll actually uh, retire this time Yes, uh, from 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 all the documentaries that they've put out on the WWE Network, um, it, in interviews that he's given, it looks like that uh, that he will retire. And now that's just as in ring, he'll still be, you know, a uh, spokesperson or right. you know, promotional figure. Uh, or maybe a behind the scenes, or you know, something off camera. Uh, or even if it's on camera, it'll be a non-wrestling role. Uh, I think his body just can't really take that beating anymore. And I mean, he's given 30 years to uh, WWE, and you know, it's uh, it's it was a pleasure to watch him uh, perform. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, uh, everyone has to hang up, uh, hang him up at some point. True. True. So it'll be interesting to see how that game turns out. Yeah. Um, also in the world of video games, December 1st is uh, Bethesda will be launching their uh, Steel Dawn Brotherhood of Steel expansion for Fallout 76. Uh, it will be another free expansion, and we will finally get to see uh, the Brotherhood, and there will be a, uh, a new quest line. And, uh, of course, that's the main main focus of this expansion. And um, there's a trailer out for that, too. And uh, you can see that one. Where did I find that one? Game Rant is where I found that one. And uh, there's supposed to be further Brotherhood of Steel expansions. Um, but the rumors are that this is going to be the only free one. Um, and in this expansion, the um, the story is that you can align yourself with the Brotherhood or against the Brotherhood. You're either with me or against me. So I'm really excited about that. Yes, you, um, you love them. Yeah, I do. They're your favorite. They're like the Mandalorians of Fallout. Okay. <laughs> he agrees with me. Um, another video game um, announcement that was made oh. is regarding the old uh, Five Nights at Freddy games. 
Those still exist. Um, they are going to be released on console. Uh, they're going to be released on the uh, the Xbox, the PlayStation, and the Switch. Oh, are they? Yes. The Switch 2? Yep, that's what it says right there. Huh. So, um, this news came from Game Rant. Uh, the first release is going to be called Five Nights at Freddy's Core Collection, and which will be a compilation of okay, that's uh, five of the quote-unquote mainline games. Those are the mainline games. So, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, Five Nights at Freddy's 2, Five Nights at Freddy's 3, Five Nights at Freddy's 4, and, then, and Five Nights at Freddy's Sister Location. All four, or, or all five of the main core games. Yeah. So, yeah, available on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Go buy Available them. starting January 12th. So, don't get your hopes up for Christmas. So... I didn't play any of these games, so I don't know much about them, but I know that they were... Uh, Point-and-click horror games. They were pretty uh, popular for a while. They still are, let's be real here. They're about to have a real-time <laughs> ray-tracing game. Did you ever play them, Charlie? Uh, yes, I did. Uh, it's one of the benefits of working and uh, managing GameStop for as long as I did. Oh, right. Uh, right. I've... I've got to play a lot of games, uh, and I still do. Still play more than I should, uh, much <laughs> to the chagrin of my wife. Um, but uh, you know, it's uh, they're all right. Um, uh, it, it was a novelty at first, and then they just kept coming out with more and more and more. Uh, point and click uh, is. You know, pretty much lost its luster for uh, for the most part, except for unless you're on like a mobile device. Um, but maybe they'll make some uh, some improvements and some changes to them uh, to make them a little more interesting. Uh, you know, the jump scare only works for so long uh, well, before they're... people already know. Well, the um the new one is about to be more of a like a hide-and-seek type thing. That's a horrible way to describe it. Um, it's not point-and-click. You're going to be moving around. Like a big old, like a big mall thing. It's called the Pizzaplex. I don't, I know too much about this. Um, so yeah, it's, it's not just going to be point-and-click anymore, I'm hoping. If they go, if Scott, the guy who made it, um, goes back to that, I will be mildly disappointed, but I like the series. I'm planning on buying the new game when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, next piece of news we have is not video game related. Okay. And um, it's just a quick announcement that the uh, Disney Plus Marvel show WandaVision is set to premiere on January 15th. That's it. That's the tweet. And then three days after that, <laughs> we can all go play that other thing that we were talking about. But... Going back to more. Wait a minute. I think I think Joey had a piece of news that he wanted to talk about. Well, I wanted to talk about well, this. One. Let, let's save that one for the end. Okay, this one is also a quick announcement. It's that the Animaniacs is getting a reboot. This is very important to everyone ever, and it, all thirteen new episodes will premiere on the twentieth of November. On what? Uh, on what channel? Hulu. Okay. Animaniacs reboot, huh? Yeah. Interesting. It's the Animaniacs, except it's 2020. That's interesting. Which is what we needed. 
Oh, there goes the pen. I prefer tiny tunes, but okay. You can be quiet. <laughs> <clears throat> you can shut your blasphemy hole. Um, Charlie, I think you had a piece of news as well uh, regarding kind of a, uh, uh, Star Wars news. Oh, yeah. Um, and I just found it interesting. I, I know it's been out there for a little bit now, at least a week, maybe two. Uh, but uh, I just thought it was an interesting nugget. Um, there was a, uh, a reveal that said that George Lucas, should he have been able to make a sequel trilogy, would have, uh, the main antagonist would have been Darth Maul. As it should be. Huh. Okay. So, yeah, that, that was, uh, you know, it's pretty interesting. Um, a... I, I'm not sure how he would have fit that in there, because um, if I remember correctly, the current canon, well, I mean, it's George Lucas, the only canon for him is movies. Um, it, the current canon has Maul and Kenobi facing off uh, on Tatooine one last time, well, and he, Kenobi winning, I thought. He did uh, He did Clone Wars, too. He had He had some say in that. He was a big part of that. So that would be considered his canon as well, I would assume. Yeah, very, very possible. Um, I was just going off of, a, a, I remember an interview where uh, we were there talking about, and this is, you know, pre-Disney and all that, but uh, the only canon uh, that he considered at the time was, uh, what were the movies? Uh, yeah. And uh, that the Extended Universe books... Uh, was uh, pretty much just like fan fiction, you know. He he, which he supported. He he loved seeing the the way that uh, it expanded, uh, and uh, other people um, took it. But it, uh, to him, it wasn't necessarily his his canon. Oh, interesting. That's weird. So yeah, that'll be. Uh, I'm I'm not sure if I would have liked that or not. <laughs> I would have loved that. That would have warmed my heart. Speaking of warm hearts, let's talk about this. Or let me talk about this. What is your, what do you got? It's that. No, uh, well, I'll talk about it first. So our last piece of news uh, is Star Wars related, but also video game related. And great. Uh, Mojang Studios Minecraft is releasing a Star Wars DLC. Uh, So... That is going to be very interesting uh, to see how that plays out. Um, yeah, so that comes... Actually, it's available now. Yeah, it came out. And I, if I'm reading the articles that I found about it correctly, uh, it's going to cost you? It will. So and now it says... The article I'm reading right now from Game Rant says that it costs uh, 1,340 mine coins. Um, not really a Minecraft aficionado, so I don't know what a mine coin uh, is. Ah, yes, my turn. Okay. The uh, expert. So, first of all, it's so not it really says. a DLC. Go ahead. It's not really a DLC. It's more, it's an expansion, not an expansion pack. It's a mashup pack, which... I guess it's downloadable content, but it's a mashup pack. Basically, it's just a big map and a bunch of skins and stuff. And mine coins are the in-app purchases, basically, uh, which is not required. 
as I'm going to buy this. I'm go I'm going to. There's no doubt about that. But um if you want it, then you're going to have to pay 113.40, you said? 1340 mine coins. 13.40 doesn't sound like that much, but I've never had to use mine coins, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. Um <clears throat> it said that you're going to be able to uh, go across 12 different planet dioramas, which I'm guessing isn't just, let's walk 50 blocks this way, oh, now we're on Hoth. Yeah. I'm guessing it's going to be a lot more, you can go to a lot of different locations on a certain planet, and then a whole lot of space before you can get to the next world. And it also brings mobs and uh, skins which mobs are the monsters? If you went and you should go and watch our uh, Minecraft episode. I talk talk a lot in that about that and skins, which are basically how you look. And it says on the website now that it's maps. So maybe there's going to be twelve maps. Um, it says you're going to be able to visit planets such as Hoth, Tatooine, the Death Star, and our Vala Seven from the Mandalorian, complete with Baby Yoda. In its floating pod. So there is a trailer for it that was put out on the Me. Minecraft Twitter page. Go watch it. I literally just did. I I didn't realize there was a video earlier. So so that'll be interesting to see it's, a Star Wars Minecraft. I really like this picture that's in the article of the uh, the Imperial Walker. Yeah, it's a it's big. A, it's, it's a, a scene big from Hoth. There's a Tauntaun and a bunch of stormtroopers that are in the Atsit. Didn't even see the Tauntaun. Look at there. You're going to be able to ride them. And then you got the chicken walkers. That's going to be great. Yeah, and the big boys. There's going to be blasters. There's all going to be all kinds of stuff. I honestly can't wait for this. It's going to be great. It looks like it's going to be pretty interesting. First, I have to get Minecraft on my Switch. And we're going to talk about the Switch next next episode. Sure. We are. It's going to be another episode of Joey. <sighs> so, just... Uh, for accounting principles and whatnot, in case people are wondering uh, the actual dollar amount um, to get to thirteen forty, you'd have to spend nine dollars. But for nine ninety nine, you get uh, uh, seventeen twenty uh, mine coins to uh, there. So ten bucks uh, will get you the uh, the DLC or the uh, mashup pack or whatever you want to call it. So yeah. ten American dollars. We'll get you the Star Wars uh, expansion for Minecraft. Thank That's you for cool. that. Yeah, thanks. Hey, that looks like my mask, his hat. That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be pretty cool. It's gonna be awesome, and I'm gonna play it on my Switch, and I'm gonna blow up the chicken walkers, unless you can ride them. That'd be cool if you could ride the chicken walkers. Yeah, they're not gonna bake they that. They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't. But I will ride them anyway. <laughs> All right, that is it for news. We are going to take our second break, and then we are going to talk about Chapter 11 of The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. And then later on in the show, we're going to have our top five list. It has returned. Oh, we did it last week. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about the Stormtrooper one we did. What? Uh, top five Stormtroopers. So the, uh, yeah, we, last week we did top five Stormtrooper types. Oh, Death Troopers. That was uh, the consensus. Yeah. Stormtroopers. Uh, so, so on on tonight's episode, we're gonna do top five 
side characters from Star Wars movies only. So, so can't put be sure to uh, stick around uh, for that. Dad puts and, uh, and we punch him. Let's not talk about Bo-Katan right now. Okay, yeah. so we're going to talk about Chapter 11, uh, the heiress of the Mandalorian. But, uh, but like I said, we're going to take our break first. And uh, this is from a band. Um, they're called FOD. And they are from... Yeah. I want to say they're yeah. from Belgium. Uh, let me let me look this up here real quick. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Belgium they're from Lear, Belgium. Uh, they put an album out in March of this year called Sleepville. And this is a song from that album, and it is called On an Island. from Belgium's FOD from Sleepville. Uh, you are listening to Rogue One Radio with me, Steve, Joey, and Charlie. And we are going to talk about Chapter 11 of The Mandalorian, uh, yes. which came out on Friday the 13th. And um, so just bad luck all around. So 
Um, where to even begin? Uh, have to start. Yeah, let's start now. So oh, I can do the recap. I can I can talk about the plot. Well, we're all going to talk about it. Yeah, but I want to do the main outline. So not what we do. I was never here for this. Give me uh, what was your just real quick. What was your overall brief uh, impression impression uh, of the episode? Constant screaming. Charlie. Wow. Just <laughs> wow. I like mine. Yes. Yes. Uh, Joey said constant screaming. Um, Just no, 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 thank you. That's enough. I was, uh, I'm, I'm on par with, with Charlie on this impressive. one. It was just most wow. impressive. Very wow. Um, you know, the, uh, as soon as the title of the episode mm -hmm. came up right away, I knew who they were talking about. Batman. Not Batman. Is this not the Batman episode? <laughs> Oh, I knew who they were talking about. And uh, this episode uh, did not disappoint. Uh, mm. it's, uh, its content was amazing. I did have a The direction was amazing. Bryce Dallas Howard did an amazing job on this one. Um, I actually do have one problem with it. It was just great. You have a problem with episode 11? What is your... Chapter 11. Chapter 11, yes. Chapter 11. It's not episode. So let's hear what your problem was with it. Cause so I, I don't see how anybody could have a problem with it. Baby Yoda was it. That was a joke. No, I'm kidding. You're fired. No, you can't Again. fire me. <laughs> no, I was not fired. You did episodes without me. No, that's You abandoned me. You're never around. Yes, okay. I am. Um... <laughs> What were we talking about? You said you had a problem oh, with it. yeah. Spoiler alert, Bo-Katan's in it. Ooh, I don't know. That's that was your problem with it? No, no. I'm just saying, Bo-Katan's in Get out. It. <laughs> I wasn't expecting a lot of what Mando did. He immediately, like, when they took off their helmets, he reacted like a school child who just heard another kid say, like, a cuss word. He went, <gasps> well, you, you took off your you, helmet. You've got to understand his history. Yeah, I he know, is but from a, a culture where says sex. you're not allowed to take a. Well, he doesn't know about the other sex. He doesn't know about them. I don't know. The he, other group, I feel like the. Man. Just like he said in the episode, there's only one way. The way of the Mandalore. Anyway, no, I, and then I was kind of hoping he, that rather than have Bo Katan. I want. I know Bo-Katan's gonna get the dark saber in my soul. In my soul. We don't know that. She has to get the dark saber back. But I don't like that she didn't come with Mando. I don't like that that uh, it's not gonna be Bo-Katan's gonna be got, there. She's got more important things to deal with. But I don't like that she didn't go with Ahsoka. I don't like that Ahsoka didn't get only got like one mention. But and they, they had I'm to save it. Sabine is here. Is wasn't there? Ah, you're just being it, unreasonable. It, it's no, a I'm... chapter. It, you, think of it like a book. So this is just is. one. Right. So, but you can't have everything all into one chapter. Then you wouldn't have anything for the rest of the book. You you, you have to uh, layer it and and keep people's interest in it. 
otherwise, they'll just, you know, a- after this episode, they'll just stop watching and, you know, there's no reason to watch it, you know, after that. So, uh, you know, just a, a brief mention, which is uh, actually earlier than I expected it to happen. Uh, I, I thought they did a, uh, you know, a, a very good job with it and they handled it very well. Yeah, I, I was kind of surprised that they mentioned Ahsoka so early in the in the season, too. I was thinking she wasn't even going to get a mention until, like, maybe the next to last episode. Now who's being unreasonable? It's y'all. You are. You are being unreasonable. I am not being unreasonable. But overall, it was just an amazing episode. He he, he finally reunites the frog lady with her husband. And, Which, of uh, course, was the romantic subplot we all needed exactly. in, these, in these dark times. Yes, yes. That was literally the most romantic thing I've ever seen. I don't like romance movies. Uh, so, so they get to Trask and... Uh, he goes to, they call it an inn, but it's basically a bar where he went to, uh, a bar, kind of a, a, a bar and grill, if you will. A bar and bar. <laughs> and, uh, well, no, because they had food. A chowder funnel. Yeah, the chowder funnel with the, with the what did you think of the, uh, the mush that they poured into the bowl? <laughs> Disgusting. I want three. <laughs> Actually, no, that looked gross. That looked like mayonnaise mixed with clam chowder with eggs in it. It looked like really runny grits. There we go. (laughs) You know what? I want egg salad. With a squid in it. With a squid in it, yes. As it should be. That was great. Eh, I would do that. So he he deals with the... uh, The folks at the the bar, they tell him where to find the Mandalorians. And... uh, Bad stuff. They happens. they take him on his little boat ride, which ends poorly for uh, everyone. For all involved on the boat, except for uh, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, and uh, and uh, the Mandalorian. Um, but you know, another uh, another piece of the episode where uh, the screaming begins. He's uh, you know he's stuck down in the thing, and then you see the uh, night owls. That's not when the pop up starts. No. Oh no, that was no. Amazing. That's when that's just when he. I'm not talking about them screaming. I'm talking about me. No, that's when I started <laughs> screaming. I saw him go like this. I was like, oh well, guess we're, guess he's dead. That was. Uh, I thought I thought Baby Yoda was just gone at that point. No, I I knew something was gonna happen, but and then the, but and the, then night, the night owls, man, showed up. they showed that's up. when the louder screaming started. That was amazing. You have to bring it up a few decibels for that. Yeah. Um. um they blow up the boat and then and then they have the little moment where he's uh walking around where, where they take off the helmet and he's you know <gasps> you find out that he is basically a religious zealot hey, no, no no he's part he's part of the watch he's yep part a, of the order of the watch yes a religious zealot uh, or and, part of the watch <laughs> exactly hey, don't that's mean <laughs> you have to be respectful don't you know what the watch is yeah, religious zealots. It's the death watch. <laughs> you know what happens when you mess with someone with death in the word? In the it's name? It's not the death watch, though. What's, yeah. what's that now? It's not the death watch. It's a it's an offshoot of yes. uh, of the death watch. It's its own. It's uh, the children of the watch. It was something that was 
uh, unique and different. It come from uh, it uh, came from a lot of different um, sects that were in uh, the Mandalorian culture, uh, including Death Watch and Night Owls and um, and other uh, just the standard Mandalorians as well. Um, it it is a extreme uh, manner to try to right the wrongs that have befallen Mandalore, um, you know, uh, over the years uh, at the hands of the Empire and Darth Maul and uh, all the people that uh, took to took it over, uh, even some of the uh, Republic uh, errors that were made. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the Children of the Watch is completely different than Death Watch. Once a Death Watch, always a Death Watch. Yeah, so these were these were folks that, um, like Bocatan had said, she wanted to or they wanted to return to the ways of uh, okay. the early Mandalores, the ancient Mandalores. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But uh, but to to Din Djarin, they were the only Mandalorians he knew existed, or or you know mm-hmm. that they were the only way. They were the way to him, and uh, you know Bo-Katan saw that differently. She like she had told him uh, in the bar a little bit later. You know all the Mandalorians need to uh, unify and, and take out. Uh, you know so they can take their their homeland back. Uh, which you know, obviously was was taken uh, over during the purge that we keep hearing about. Um, that was a really. And then so they they basically convince him to uh, go on this little mission with them to uh, take out a weapons cache or, or recover a weapons cache, uh, and then later find out that they actually want the uh, the imperial ship as well. Um, so, so here is here is a question that I have uh, that I I thought of and didn't really come up with it with a good answer. Um, so if you've read uh, if you've read any of the aftermath books, by the time of the Mandalorian, uh, the Empire as it was has disappeared into the unknown regions. Mm. So, or so we thought. So apparently there are still Imperials out there trying to restore the Empire. Is that what I'm getting? Yes. Even though at the end of part three of Aftermath, they've lost. They're done. No. I haven't even watched it. They ran away with their tails between their legs. Hey. This is coming from the guy. They were summoned... Uh, most uh, most of the imperial. Well, let me rephrase. Uh, the uh, higher up imperial officers already had commands on where to go and how to proceed to establish the first order. After right. aftermath, uh, they did that, but there were still some of the lower ranking officers that really, to me, had no idea what's going on and what to do. They just, uh, they knew that the Emperor was dead. They knew that they have lost uh, the main, uh, you know, their main offensive and 90% of everything, but they're still trying to hold it together. 
Right. So, you know. But, um, but isn't a a high-ranking officer? But when when did, we don't know when he got that title. If he uh, assumed that title after after they were left, and he can no longer communicate with anyone other than say a handful of people, well, who's in charge? I'm in charge now, you know. And you know, uh, he he gives himself the rank of Moff Gideon. So uh, he shows up. It's like yeah, it yeah, that's what Joey was just saying. He said he just gave himself the title, Moff. Yeah, I think it'd be I, that makes a lot of sense. If in like the next season, there's some guy that's like call, that calls himself Grand Moff, and so that'd be like Gideon's like I'm Moff, and he was like I'm Grand Moff. Uh, He's like, okay, well, you know what? From now on, you can call me Grand Moff Otter. I'm giving myself the title. Well, then I'm Emperor. No, you're not Emperor. Nothing. I'm Emperor. I'm Emperor. If you're we're giving a, ourselves titles, then I'm Emperor. You're a Jawa. I'm God Emperor of all I survey. No. Now go make me egg salad. No. I'm the Emperor. You do what I say. So they do this mission, and the uh, and they have a, a fun little firefight inside the uh, inside the vessel. There was nothing fun about and, that. Well, it was fun to watch. There was <laughs> and, nothing uh, fun about that. And then you get the. Uh, and then you get the imperial officer in charge that that ends up taking the uh, the electronic cyanide. <laughs> Dude, that was a crazy scene. I wasn't expecting that. Also, that was a horrible joke. That was great. That was a bad joke. No, it wasn't. That was a great joke. But did, did you by chance was... slow that down? I didn't. Why? So if you if, if you if you slow it down. And you watch the parts of because his head um, glows because right. of the electrical charge. And if you slow it down, you'll see it's a particular pattern that is almost yeah. identical to uh, the uh, Return of the Jedi when Vader has the electricity running through him and it shows his skull. And uh, I, I thought that was that was really interesting. The detail in, uh, that they showed in that was uh, very very similar to the Return of the Jedi uh, scene there. So uh, there's a, so many callbacks in uh, in this one. Yes, we got a lot of new content, but they didn't stop giving there with the new stuff. They they referenced the uh, the older content uh, yeah. left and right. Well. Well, I was thinking for a sec, like when I watched it, and I thought you were about to reinforce me here, I thought that it was, you know when Rebels, the machine that Sabine builds, that's supposed to kill Mando armor? Mm -hmm. I thought it was that. I thought like they had re-undered that. Retrofitted it? There's the word. Doesn't even start with a U. Yeah. Um, They had retrofitted it to do only humans or only... Like certain bone yeah. density or just like brain to create electrical cyanide, but I guess. Mm. So. But this this episode really, I think, uh, I mean, by itself, it was a great episode. But also, it was it was a really great episode for those of us uh, nerds that are really into Clone Wars and Rebels who have watched. Watched so many of those episodes, and um, and I I thought it was just um, I mean we knew it was going to happen, but I I just thought it was amazing 
that they had the voice actor actress she's an actor actress. of uh bo-katan mm-hmm. play bo-katan i thought that was so great she looks exactly like bo-katan, she does look like bo-katan. Okay. you know who else looks a lot like who they voice act who ezra bridger we don't have a we don't have an actor for Ezra Bridger. Voice yet. actor. I'm just saying he looks a lot like Ezra. Anyway, um, and I'd also be remiss if I did not mention that this was also the first appearance of uh, Sasha Banks, yeah. who uh, actually was not credited as Sasha Banks because that's not her real name. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was uh, Mercedes. Forgot her last name. Sorry. Snoop Dogg. But uh, I know it starts with an S. But um, yeah, it was it was cool to see her as one of the Mandalorians. I thought that was uh, I was I, I I've got to admit I was I had heard rumors that she was going to play Sabine Wren, and I wasn't really all that happy about what? that. What you can be quiet. And I yeah. was the one that was fighting against. Okay, it is what it is. This is what well, I, I was if, glad if they wanted if they wanted to they could she could have pulled it off. Um, but I'm um, I'm glad that. Uh, it was a new character. Um, uh, it really said as soon as I saw her, uh, you know, uh, the three of them together, um, then I, uh, you know, I, I was, uh, I knew that it wasn't Sabine. So, uh, so I thought that was cool. Uh, but I, I really enjoyed the performance. I thought she did a, a really good job with it. Um, yeah, but like but, yeah. all the lines were like looks towards the man though. no she actually had lines you need to go watch it again i refuse i'm not watching mandalorian until the new episode airs um this friday only on disney plus but um yeah i thought it was uh interesting they brought in uh two characters that had uh nothing to do with uh clone wars or rebels um they did the except same for stuff. except for bo katan uh, so these were two characters we'd never heard of before, uh, which was which was fine. But uh, but seeing Bo-Katan was was cool. And then uh, and then you know toward the end at the, the reveal that the Jedi she is pointing uh, uh, the Mandalorian to is Ahsoka Tano, and uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be a great season. <laughs> Just I have such high hopes for this season. <laughs> So, uh, are, are we ready for some Easter eggs, though? Sure, go ahead. Let's do that, then. Let's do Easter eggs. <laughs> all right. So, at the uh, at the very beginning with them all huddled up at the um, uh, in the cockpit as they're getting ready to descend in onto the, uh, the planet, it was a callback to a Millennium Falcon shot that you normally see. Uh, the way that the window was cracked uh, and the way you could see out of it. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, as they were getting ready and he was making preparations to land, if uh, he looks at uh, the display of the planet and the landing platform location, and it's uh, in, uh, I mean, you probably will remember this, the old uh, Atari game when uh, the Death Star appears on the, uh, on the screen, it's the same logo. You're right. It, oh my it's uh, it was that was pretty slick. As soon as I saw that, and I was like, "Oh man, that's uh, that's awesome." Um, that's old school Star Wars game. Wait, 
The what uh, was that on? That was on. Uh, that was on Atari. Yeah, that's how old it is. I have a question. Yeah, I don't remember this. What planet did they land on? I Trask. Okay, I don't know Trask. why I thought it was Taurus Trask. from Coder. So after the Razor Crest lands, sort of crashes or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, land. Uh, did you notice from loosely? Did, did you notice what picks him up out of the water? A crane. Yeah. Did you see what the crane was built on? No, I didn't. It it was the lower half of an ATAT. Oh, oh wow. You see, go I'm going to have to go that. watch that again. <laughs> I'm not watching it until the new episode comes out. Oh. Man. Um... Let's see. Uh, I know we talked a little bit about the uh, the Mama Core, uh, but when when the Mama Core first appears, uh, it's the exact same shot that they used. Uh, George Lucas used after they put in the CG stuff for the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, I I did notice yeah. that. Yeah, I was like, Are you sure that's a Mama Core or is that a Sarlacc? <laughs> It's yeah. a water sarlacc. There you go, a water sarlacc. That's that's fair. So, and then the last one that uh, that I saw uh, that I thought was pretty cool was the whole landing sequence uh, as they're burning up through the atmosphere mm-hmm. uh, was a shot-for-shot shot, uh, recreation of Bryce Dallas Howard's dad, Ron Howard's movie, Apollo 13. Yeah. So as they're as they're coming in and about to land uh, in the ocean, it's a it's a shot for shot reconstruction of that scene of his movie. And she she even admitted, yes, I did that on purpose. Uh, You know, just wanted to, you know, to, uh, you know, to honor my dad. So I thought that was pretty cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of the director specifically, um, I mean, first and foremost, she did a really amazing job on this episode. Um, yes. But um, she, she had an episode uh, in, I'm sorry, a chapter uh, in last season as well. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I don't remember which one she did, but I remember it being really good. If wow. I remember correctly, it's the one where uh, they're on the planet that... Uh, uh, with the villagers, and oh. he almost takes off his helmet. Right, uh, and right. then they have the uh, ATST that's uh, that's being uh, you know uh, uh, tormenting the villagers. I believe right. that was the one that she did. I think you're right. That was a pretty decent episode. That was a great episode. So I've been seeing some uh, chatter on the uh, on the social media that the uh, make solo two happen folks uh, among others um are uh, wanting her to direct that one makes that would what? be fantastic that well would be fantastic what, yeah. solo two solo two yeah and that'd be great I'd, I'd love to see that yeah. um who directed it originally her dad <laughs> oh Ron what Howell. happened to her dad nothing he's still alive so why doesn't he direct it well he could i'm just saying it'd be cool if they it'd be even better if they teamed up and did it yeah let's do that but mostly Ron. Were there any they, other Easter eggs? They wouldn't have this? him do that. What was that? 
they they wouldn't have they they won't have him directed another one uh, just because of some of the uh, negative impact that the first solo had, uh, which I do not believe was his fault at all. Um, but uh, because it was one of the uh, lesser received uh, Star Wars movies, uh, I don't think that they would have him come in and do it. But uh, they could possibly, uh, I could see uh, Bryce Dallas Howard uh, definitely helming a project like that. I liked that movie. So oh, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Problem is. Uh, their problem is these are probably the same people. Why do they hate Star Wars? Well, these are probably <laughs> the same people that. I mean, I feel like Solo Solo's fans are the same people that like the sequel trilogy. I like the sequel trilogy. I know. I'm why, neutral on the sequel trilogy. Why do you for hate now. Star Wars? I'm sure Wars. I'll have something to say about that later. I need to write these uh, thoughts. So, down. so were there any other Easter eggs that you noticed? Um, not the not. Oh, uh, there was one. Um, the uh, uh, Gazanti class uh, cruiser. Oh uh, yeah. The uh, that the Empire had uh, at some point uh, was. Uh, a callback to the rebels, which with Bogotan and uh, Ahsoka Tano and, you know, uh, and all the other rebels references that were made in there. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool that they included that type of uh, cruiser uh, to try to wrestle away from the empire. Yeah, that was, that was cool. What's a Gazante? That's the ship that they, yeah. That's the well, name like of the lamb, class. Like lambda class, which is a Greek letter. What's a gazante? Um, who knows? Uh, engineer Gerard Gazante is the guy who, um, you know, uh, developed the ship. Uh, who knows? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> that that sounds plausible to me. <laughs> All right, so we are very, well, I am anyway, very excited for Chapter 12 to come and uh, see what next is in store for our uh, friendly Mandalorian and the baby. Yorbert. Any speculation on where you think they're going to go with this one? Oh, man. Uh, I don't think he's going to find Ahsoka, Ahsoka this soon. I don't think it's going to happen that soon. It has to. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think he's going to Almost. begin his trip toward that planet. Something else is going to happen that's going to keep him from going to that planet. I don't think it's going to be the new He Republic. will try to advance the plot, and then there will be conflict. Exactly. I, I need you. I, uh, well, you know what? Here's what I think he should do. What he should do, and, and this Break is just down. me thinking as, uh, if you know, if I were thinking logically, I would go back to Tatooine and get my ship fixed. Yes, but you're not. Well, but they're not going. That's like way out of the way. Uh, it's not it's, way out of the way. It was really close. What if I was like that the was other, the whole point of chapter yeah, ten? That, is that if, it was so close? But what if it was like the other way? Like like Tatooine's like that way. Like, well, here's like the thing. galactic south and the other one is galactic north. We don't know how far away that planet he needs to exactly. go to is. If it's really far, he's going to want to get a ship fixed. Fine. Then they're going to Tatooine so and fighting Tatooine, the assassin. Let the droids oh, wait, the fix. Dead. Let the droids fix the ship and then head out. 
And then while he's on Tatooine, he's going to cause Boba some... Fett. Boba 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 Fett. Okay. Boba Fett. I think Boba Joey wants Fett. to see Boba Fett. Ralph Macquarie White Armor. Ralph Macquarie White Armor. Okay. Calm down. <laughs> we need to talk about that. All right, so uh, we're ready. I, I think they're. Uh, I, I think they're going to bring in Grief Karga in this next one. You think? Uh, I, well, I mean, we're we're getting close to the halfway mark, and he hasn't made an appearance yet. Um, I think that they they will have. This will be the time. Uh, for that to happen i think that they'll at least make a small appearance if not be uh the focal point i think we'll have um uh, another lull in the action uh similar to what we got uh in between uh like episode two uh i think that we'll have more of a plot advancement we'll see more of the uh gathering of forces to uh, battle Moff Gideon at the end, uh, and I think that's where uh, we might see um, uh, Bo-Katan get the Darksaber back, uh, and then I think the final shot, we'll see Mando uh, of this one uh, finally making it to uh, Corvon and discovering uh, the young Jedi. Or That's middle-aged Jedi, I guess now. Perspective, and then when he makes it to the planet with Ahsoka, uh, sure they meet that. Ezra Bridger and the Chess Ascendancy. She's not there, or he's not there. <laughs> no, could you? They imagine? can't have Ahsoka not be in more of the episodes. They can. They better not. They I'll can. be really mad. I'll tell Dave Filoni, don't do that again, <laughs> Buckaroo. <laughs> I'll give him the whole. I'll give him a stern talk. You'll give him a stern talking to. All right. I'll write a strongly worded well, letter. Word on the street is that they're going to get uh, uh, an Ahsoka spinoff series. Yeah. So we better, or else I'll give Dave Filoni a stern talking to. Okay. I'm sure he's worried about what? Joey and what he yes. has to say. Watch him comment on this episode. Be like, don't do it. I'm sorry. I'll re-film <laughs> the entire season. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. It'd be pretty funny if it did. All right, so we've got our top five list coming up after the break. Um, this is a song from uh, a band uh, called Dion Warlock. Actually, we have played them on this show before. We have. Uh, we're pretty early into the uh, whole playing music on this show thing. Uh, This is from their self-titled EP that was released in May. And the song is called Shower Time.
right. That was Shower Time by Dion Warlock. Why would they name it that? Uh, just, they like the name. So, we have uh, top five side characters from Star Wars. And um, before we get into our own lists, um, I'm going to go through what uh, folks on social media said. Um, we didn't get... We actually didn't get very many responses on this one. Um, let's see. Let me find it. Okay, so the first one is from the guys over at Conversations. And their five, they actually did five, is uh, Wedge Antilles, Lando Calrissian, Plo Koon, C-3PO. Ew. Zori Bliss, and that's Zori her name. Bliss. Um, interesting. I, I wouldn't have thought to call C-3PO a side character. He is. He definitely is. Mm-hmm. Nor would I have thought to call Lando Calrissian a side character. He is. Mm-hmm. Wedge and Tilly's I can see. Yeah. Um, okay. The Clean Libertarian, um, Drew, actually is his name, uh, he posted... The, the only answer. real answer, and it's a Gronk droid. Uh, Gonk. Gonk droid, yeah. Uh, you win. So he wins Twitter today. We're sending you Twitter in a box. Right. It's actually a computer infected with the virus. All right. So we're, as, as you know, we're going through our top five from bottom to best. And uh, we will trade things off. So let's start with Charlie. What is your number five? My number five, Ben Quadineros. And that comes uh, from uh, listening to the Rebel Scum podcast. Uh, They have an unhealthy obsession with Ben Quadineros. uh, And it kind of took. And uh, yeah, for I, I would love to see a uh, a mini series or a comic or something the many adventures of Ben Quadineros uh that just would be a lot of fun you're talking about the pod racer right correct okay that's what i thought from phantom menace that's, that's, one of the pod racers that is definitely a side character that's see yeah. i don't no i don't i'm not sure if we all took the same idea of what side character is but you know we'll just go with it what's your number five joey so i think i definitely took side character to a different degree and i put dooku count dooku that counts okay he's technically a minor antagonist well technically he's a major antagonist from episode whatever count dooku great character top 10 side wait Top five. He's, he's in top my, five because he's, he's definitely five. in my top five. Okay. Um, all right. So we're, we're taking a different uh, idea of what side character is. My number five is Infant's Nest. You lose ah, from ooh. Solo. Eh. Good call. Yeah. I would love to see some. I really want to see some uh, comic book. Uh, in business novel. after the war. Um, I mean, it'd be cool if they she shows up in the uh, in the Cassian Andor eh. uh, series. No. Hashtag make solo happen too. There you go. Solo to happen. Yep. 
There you go. There you go. Make Solo happy. <laughs> yes. What do you think? Yes. All right. Number happen. four. What's yours? For me? Yeah. Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right. Uh, Wilro Hood, Mr. Ice Cream Man, Empire Strikes Back, the guy that's running through uh, <laughs> Cloud City with the ice cream machine. Uh, that has so much new meaning now, uh, especially after watching uh, Mandalorian and that with that being the uh, the delivery mesca- mechanism for uh, uh, for Mando to get his Beskar. So, uh, yes, uh, a uh, unsung hero, Will Rowe Hood. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that your definition so far of side character means obscure character. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, got it. Number four for you, Joey. I just got to make sure here. I'm pretty sure it's uh, Boba Fett. Okay. Boba Fett needs no introduction. He's the best side character in The Mandalorian by far. We're only doing movies, though. I don't care. But he was in the movie, so yes. Okay. So okay. it counts. Boba Fett is number four. Uh, my number four was... Uh, I just looked at it, and then I lost it. Zam Wessel mm. from Attack of the Clones. Yeah. What the shapeshifter? Yes. What? Are you on crap? I, would, I actually have read the comic book about her and it was uh it was quite interesting I can't imagine that was fun at all it was great i liked it well you're also weird so. uh charlie that brings us to your number three all right my number three is one of the more popular ones of the 80s uh and that is wicket w the walk okay wicket the ewok that works. Number okay. three, Joey. My character, my number three, is an equally mischievous character, and that is R two D two. Okay, I, I'm just not sure that I would see him as a side character. He's a side character okay. in the original trilogy. This is how I define a main character: Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Princess Leia. What about Chewbacca? What about Darth Vader? He's an antagonist. I mean main protagonist. Okay, so you're just talking protagonist. And Chewbacca. He deserved a medal. Okay. He, he I agree with you. Gosh dang medal. My number three <clears throat> is Babu Frick. How dare you have him so low on your list? Babu Frick is ah, great. Babu Frick. He's one of my oldest friends. Oh, Babu Frick. He is one of my <laughs> oldest friends. <laughs> But that brings us to number two, Charlie. <laughs> you said number two. All right. Uh, mine is uh, also inspired by uh, another podcast, uh, David, Jesse, and the boys over at Tatooine Sons. The amount of legwork and uh, public uh, support for this character uh, is absolutely insane. And that is Turbis the Porg. Uh, if you guys don't know what uh, or the story behind Turbis, go check out uh, some of the uh, podcasts from Tatooine Sons. Uh, it's uh, 
had a grassroots campaign. They asked uh, Ryan Johnson what the name of the Porg was that was on the Millennium Falcon, and uh, they actually got to name the character, uh, which, uh, it, you know, I mean, that, that's like every fan's dream. You know, who who gets to name a character, their own character in uh, Star Wars? But they what? did, and it became canon. Uh, it's in comic books and uh, and uh, other things. So, so cool. my what? yeah, Did you even name uh, so uh, Turbus is the name that he picked, and sure. uh, and it and it went well. Uh, so yes, that is my uh, uh, second pick for side characters. Turbus right. the Borg. Turbus, that's a bunch of crap. All right, number two. What's yours? Bosk. 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 Okay. So it does not surprise me that Bosk is on your list. He's a side. It character. does surprise me. No, it doesn't surprise me that he's on your list. What surprises me is that he's not number one. You know because darn well who's not. I know one. who your number one is now, but yeah, I, I'm surprised that Bosk wasn't higher on your list. My number two is uh, from the same movie that Babu Frick is from, I, and that would be Frick. Zori Bliss. Disgusting. Gold hat woman. Yes. I want to see more of that character, and I want to see more of her time and Poe's time as the uh, Spice, Spice Runners. Spicy Boys. Yeah. You run Spice? As the Spice Boys. There you go. The Spicy would be better if it was the Spice Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars has a different type of Spice Girl. All right. Number one, Charlie. Let's hear it. My number one, Babu Frick. Okay. Okay. I just, the, the one of the first things that I drew uh, after watching the movie was, uh, was a little uh, sketch of Babu Frick. Uh, I just love the character. I love the interaction. Um, I, I, I want to know more. Where did he pick up the skills? You know, and just the, the, the conversation, uh, you know, uh, capabilities that he has reminded me a lot of like the, the Yoda type, uh, you know, things. And it's just, uh, yeah, it just was a, uh, was an awesome character that I really would like to see more of. That's right. Number one, Babu Frick. <laughs> yep. Correct. Babu Frick. I almost put Hux on here on my list. I thought about putting Hux, but I didn't really consider he's him just a, like a side character. No, he's literally now, My number one side character <clears throat> is Boba Fett. Okay, get out. <laughs> You're fired. I'm promoting myself to no. God Emperor. Boba Fett is great, and he should be on everybody's top one list. Top one list? Yes. He, my so, top one he, My top God. one list. You're he got hit in the back with an oar and fell into a Sarlacc pit. It could happen How, to anybody. I mean, it, could, it could happen to anybody. Not if you protect... The most notorious Patrick. bounty hunter in, in the galaxy... Got bested by a blind guy with an oar. I mean, never mind that. Never mind that now. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, I, I, 
Bobo uh, was okay. Uh, he had, um, well, I mean, I guess uh, Django had more of a central uh, role in the prequels. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I kind of went with more of the uh, more obscure characters. Uh, I could definitely see yeah. if I was going to, to expand it out to number 10, uh, Bobo would probably be on there. Um, I, yeah. I would definitely like to see more now, uh, especially since he could have possibly survived uh, the Sarlacc. And so, yeah, I really would like to see more of that. Yeah, I hadn't really thought of the idea of uh, doing a... Um you know, uh, top obscure characters that, that could have been a whole list by itself. Turbis the poor. Yeah. Apparently. So that is it for our, uh, our, um, top five, top five list. Yeah. Awesome. He just forgot what it was. I forgot what I was doing. Yeah. But, uh, that actually is not the end of our show. We have, um, uh, if, if those of you that uh, didn't realize this, we actually switched our uh, service over to Anchor. Not like the ship's Anchor. <clears throat> right, the Anchor podcast. And uh, Anchor uh, has a feature that allows you to take voicemails. So we did get a voicemail. And um, are we going to listen? We to are it? going to. Well, we're not. Yes, we're going to listen to it. Uh, and then I'm going to give a uh, kind of a brief uh, answer to it and, and hope that it uh, suffices for what he wants. So uh, let's go ahead and listen to that message first. Hey, guys. Connor Jackson with ConCon's Cantina Podcast had a quick question for you guys. We now live in a society that has been deemed as a cancel culture society. Now, not to bring up anything in the past nor in the recent that is happening, but when where do you guys draw the line personally and or for the podcast on getting involved with conversations that have to do with a real life actor or actress and then the fictional character that they portray on the screen? Do you have a line? Do you think that they should directly go together? Is it one and in fact the same? And at what point do the differences of opinion matter? Hope that question was pointed enough. Very much enjoy the show, guys. Keep up the amazing work. All right. Um, so this is going to be brief, um, but I hope it, it answers him uh, in the way that uh, he will uh, be, you know, that it'll be sufficient. Uh, first off, I want to say uh, both personally, uh, and and it also is the official position of uh, Rogue One Radio, uh, that we stand uh, against bigotry of all types, uh, and any bullying, whether it be in person uh, or on any social media. Um, that being said, <laughs> cancel culture. Uh People uh, really just need to calm down. <laughs> just mm -hmm. uh, some things on social media get blown far too out of proportion. Um, and you just got to understand, not everybody is going to agree with you. Uh, if Mike? there's if there's a person out there 
that does not share the same opinion as you, uh, that's okay. Uh, it's, it's nothing to get hung up about. Uh, there's no reason to ostracize them uh, or, you know, attempt to get the rest of social media to uh, whatever you want to call unfollow or unlike cancel. or uh, cancel them uh, or, or in any way lash out at that person. If you don't like what they said, fine. Okay, good for you. Uh, you know, you have your opinion and you have the right to express your opinion on said social media. But uh, there are certain ways that you can take it a little too far. Uh, I believe that you can enjoy a, an artist, be it a, a singer or an actor or a writer or, or whatever. Uh, you can enjoy that person's body of work without sharing uh, said artist's opinions, be they political or whatever. Uh, now, if you feel like somebody uh, did something or said something that is wrong or uh, perhaps inherently evil, uh, you know, state your opinion and move on. Just move on with your life. Uh, life is too short to spend all of it hating someone or trying to convince others to hate somebody. That's, um, yeah. You know, so this, I, I, I know he said, uh, you know, I hope that answers your question, Connor, but... Um, I know you said in your, your message that you weren't referring to any specific instance, but I think there are a couple of specific instances that you, you might have had in mind. Uh, and and sure, you, you, know, you may not agree with that person's uh, political, uh, whatever you want to call it, affiliation or political opinion standpoint. or political leaning, political standpoint. Uh, that doesn't mean that you have to hate the person, and it certainly does not mean that you need to bully them. Politics shouldn't get in the way of enjoying a work of art. Agreed. Whether it be a song or a TV show or a movie or a pastry. I don't know. Do you have anything uh, to add to that, Charlie? You pretty much summed up uh, you know, what, what uh, my thoughts are as well. Uh, we talked about this earlier um, or later last week or late last week or yeah, earlier right my time. Talking. Yeah. Right we, we've talked about it uh, here recently and, and yes, I, I agree with you. Cancel, cancel culture. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Well, that was fun. So that was episode 25. Um, if you do have any questions for us um, that you would like us to answer on air, you can go to RogueOneRadio.com. That will take you directly to the Anchor site. Uh, and there's a button there to just let you leave a message. And, um, and we will answer it um, as soon as we can. If it's so, directed at someone, make sure you say. Correct. And don't make fun of us. But, uh, but also, you know, you can visit us at uh, Rogue Number One Radio on both Twitter and Instagram. And um, I guess that's it for chapter. Uh, or, we, we're not a chapter. We're an episode. <laughs> so is that it for episode 25? Uh, Charlie, I want to thank you for coming on the show again. Uh, this has been fun. It has been. 
And, yeah, uh, absolutely. I've enjoyed it 100%. You know, I'll keep coming as long as you want to have me. Yeah, and we'll be back uh, next week for our Chapter 12 recap. Um, no yeah. idea what our top five list is going to be, but we'll come up with something. Uh, very often, uh, you folks on uh, Twitter and, and Facebook give us ideas for our top five. So, they do. I think you um, came up with these yourself. Not all of them. I've been like. Um, so, yeah, if you got any ideas, let us know. And... Uh, Again, if you have any questions, just shoot them out to us. Uh, and don't forget, we are part of the Red 5 Network, and there's a lot of really great uh, Star Wars and non-Star Wars podcasts uh, on that network. Just go to Red 5. Is it Red5Network.com? I'm pretty sure it is. Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. And, um, and we'll be back next week with another episode. Thanks for tuning in. See ya. Happy Life Day. <laughs> Oh, and next week we will also talk about the uh, Lego Holiday Special. Oh, no. I have to watch that? Oh, yeah. Ah, I... <laughs> Good night, folks. Thanks for tuning in.